Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome We're back, back to the Football Drop Podcast. Yes, another week. How another are week you, done. We are back. A bit earlier, mate. Yeah. Early today. Thank it you for feels, that. It feels, well, it's, it's early but late, isn't it? It feels a bit weird. I won't lie. It's early but late. That's a good way of putting it. Good way of putting it. How's it going, man? Yeah, I'm good. We are recording on Sunday night. Um, we have a bit of a special episode. But we have a special reason as well for why we are recording on a Sunday and not tomorrow as our usual Monday slots. Why is that, William? Um, well, there isn't really a reason, if I'm being completely honest with you. There, there's not now, but there was. There was a reason. There was a reason. There was, there a, was reason. a reason. Yeah. Yeah, it's my little boy's birthday tomorrow. Eight years old, man. Yeah, man. Big boy. Big Jackie B. Jackie boy, not, yeah. not, not Jackie Ben. That's weird. Yeah. Jackie S. Make just it all about a... you, Sunshine. Well, it should be, really. It should be. But I don't have a son, so I live my life for you. So it's our son's yeah. eighth birthday tomorrow, and I'm really excited. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, is he excited for it? Yeah, man so excited he was literally just like dad I, I don't even know how I'm gonna ex- I'm gonna sleep tonight oh, and then I was reading him a book and there he is <laughs> fast asleep <laughs> he's definitely your boy little he's definitely your lad like yeah I don't know how you're gonna sleep either mate like it sounds horrendous fucking hell <laughs> <laughs> yeah bless him oh, um, but no he's, it was good man Good man, got him a little go kart today, so he's been driving like going up and down the road on his little go kart, which has been nice. Is this like an electric one or like pedal powered? Uh, pedal. Oh, thank god for that. I say, geez, if he drives anything <laughs> like you do, my god, he's not gonna last. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what we were talking about? You're driving today, actually, Laura and I, Who? me and Laura, me and the general, 
Right. Because um, so <laughs> there was a bloke in a golf driving like a dick round the roundabout. And I was like, it reminds me of Will. He was on our way back from Maidstone after we met. I think it was Paul Batson. No, it was Ray Parler. Oh, it was Ray Parler. I mean, Damn. I, don't, I oh, don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you just fully dropped yourself in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's like, oh, what do you mean? So I just told a story. She's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I remember you saying that now. And I was like, well, why do you make me tell the story then? She's like, it's just funny, isn't it? <laughs> so, fuck's sake. Um, so, yeah, Wesley, but, how is she? Yeah, she's all right. She's, uh, we've just had ribs for dinner on a Sunday. Controversial. Oh, but it was banging. Mm. Ribs and chips, man. That sounds incredible. It was good. Got it all round me chops. All round me chops. <laughs> Wet wipe. That's all good. You're a messy fucker as well, man. So I can imagine. Oh, as yeah. if, mate. I've got good table etiquette. Thank you very much. That is true. You do eat burger with a knife. Lord, so. <laughs> mate. I will stand by the fact that I had to do it. <laughs> I had to, mate. There's nothing wrong with eating a burger with a knife and fork when it's like this big. You have to. I'll call, yeah, call sorry, could you just do that again? Because I don't think the listeners uh, saw that. No, but they because we're we're recording video, so they will see it. So, guys, we've I, I want to say we've mastered video. We haven't mastered it, but we've mastered how to get it on YouTube. So we're, we're getting there. We are. We are so close. <laughs> like, we've been talking about it for <laughs> three years. Three Shit. and a half years. Three years. And... Yeah, February, three years ago, we started this, mate. And we've been boasting about getting it on YouTube. Last week, we thought we'd nailed it. And, and I think, I think I'd think i like looked at it over and over again. And I messaged you and I went, mate, let's not put out shit. Like, I know we do that weekly on the on Spotify <laughs> and things, but like, let's just not put out shit on YouTube. <laughs> and let's actually do it properly. So hopefully, hopefully you can see us today. Or whenever it is you're listening to us, which would be still be today. Uh, so nice. I don't know what I'm trying to say. It's good that we're anymore. sticking to this plan but of yeah. not putting out shit. I think we've we've nailed this so far. Well done. <laughs> well done. Um, but back to your question that you asked me about five minutes ago. I'm very well, mate. Thank you. How are you? Oh, is that is that where we're at? That's where we're at. Yeah, that's where we're at. Good. I'm glad you're okay. Um, you're welcome. Cool. You good? Should we, uh, should we get this podcast yeah, I'm very, started? I'm very tired. I think my effort levels are going to be at, what would you say they are normally? A good six? Six, maybe a seven if it's on our, our usual Mondays and you're here in person. Because we stick eight mile so on, lose yourself. We get pumped up, ready for the potty. We haven't had that. We've just, know, all bit... I had was a text from you saying, ready to debrief in 15 minutes yeah I suppose so and then you were five minutes late anyway and it was your idea yeah <laughs> yeah sounds about that <laughs> um, yeah and I can't even I've lost completely lost my train of thought now so nice. should we just get into this shit yeah because there's something I wanted to talk about uh, news wise that I forgot about last week um, and it was actually quite big Ooh, go on it was big big-ish Paul Pogba has been banned for um, banned from football for higher than normal testosterone levels. Yeah, I think I'd be banned. Sorry, that's an inappropriate joke. 
Yeah, it wasn't that. Was it funny? I think I'm tired. I, I went over my line. Yeah. Anyway. So, yeah, basically, he's got Go banned on. for excess levels of uh, testosterone. Um, so it just kind of piles on the misery of the last few years of his career, really. Do you think he's wasted his career? Wasted his career? No, I don't think he's wasted his career. He's played at the top level. He's played football at the top level. He's won the World Cup twice. Um, no, once. Oh, sorry. Why did I say twice? Who are you thinking of? He's not Pele. <laughs> no, I don't know why I thought twice. Are you okay? I have no idea. Mate, maybe we should just no, call it. You're really not with this, are you? You're yeah, no, really I don't know why I thought this. he won it twice. Yeah. Anyway, so, yeah, he's he's won the World Cup. Did they he, win the yes. Euros? Yes. No, Is didn't. that what you're thinking of? Oh, they, they have, did? Yes. Oh my maybe God. that's what I'm thinking of, yeah. FDP, bring new stats since 2020. 2020. When did they? When did they win the Euros? Uh, before they won the World Cup. Sixteen. Um, yeah, I think so. Yeah, maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Anyway, whilst we have a brief history of of, of French success, I'm doing really well with this. So, yeah, Pogba, he's been suspended now. How long for? Six months initially. It could be more. So it's pending think, further investigations and bits. That's bad, isn't it? So are they, are they alleging then that he's he's got too much testosterone, therefore that means he's taken something he shouldn't have done, Yeah. and therefore that means he deserves punishment? Correct. Correct, William. So I think he's probably done it because of his like, rehab side of things. Because he's been injured for a while, trying to get over it, and apparently helps in the age recovery and bits and pieces. Um, but I think it kind of sparks a, a sort of bigger debate of why is it? Because surely he'll be under the watch of the club doctors, whether it's for the France national team or for for club level. So now I'm trying to sort of put myself in their position. Like if I was injured, of course you trust your club doctors to just give you whatever. Because they abide by the rules, but if it's been given, like it's a big if. But if it's been given by the club doctors, then it's a case of oh, um, yeah, this is your fault here. Like you've cost me six months of my short career. Mm. I think yeah, I think it goes. You know, with all that sort of stuff, I think there's there's a lot more to it than just meets the eye. Like I don't know if you've mm. heard Rio Ferdinand talk about his story. Of how he missed his, he missed his test, didn't he? Twice, um, twice he missed it. Yeah, and yeah. he, and, you know, the way he talks about it. I mean, you know, you, you, you can have skepticism if that's if that's what you want, like if that's what you if that's what you feel, like that's fine. Mm. But like, when when you get into the nitty gritty of it, and what he says is that he, it was a complete accident, um, and I, and I wonder if there's the same thing there for Paul Pogba because. What what is Paul Pogba going to gain? Like he's out, he's been out injured. If he's got too much testosterone, is that gonna is that gonna sort him out? Like what was he going to gain from it? Because they they know that they're not they're not they're going to get caught. They know that they're not going to be able to get away with this shit. And if they do get away with this, it's not going to be for long. I wonder if maybe he took a chance. I don't know. But why would you do? Why would you risk that? Yeah, but I mean, does that kind of open up a little bit further? Of like, yes, I, I completely agree with you. Why would you risk it? If he's already risked it before and got away with it, would you do it again? 
what people do that, that mm. is a that is a people habit isn't it you get away with saying you just carry on doing it don't you of course you do. and eventually it doesn't um, seem like it's the wrong thing to do it becomes normal exactly that's like what me and your mum keep saying and it's oh, you know it just yeah, continues waiting for that one I thought no nah, he won't say that on the podcast because he's got more respect for me and my family no no wrong totally wrong <laughs> you're so tired but not mind. tired enough to just cuss my mum out live on air I'm pleased with that one mate I'm yeah, pleased with that one I bet you are I bet you are. So, I just want to talk about some weekend activities, Mr. Dribble. <laughs> yeah. You fucking lowered the tone. Let's lower it a bit more. King Dribbles, a.k.a. The Dribs. <laughs> yeah, come on. Share. Oh, I can't believe you've just fucking done that. Did you see that just behind me? Just behind there, that was that bus that I've just thrown you under. <laughs> So in confidence, <laughs> was it yesterday? I, I spoke to you, wasn't it? And, it was, um, yes. Yeah, I noticed that there was a little bit of that. You know, we all have it, boys. It's a bit disgusting, but I think we all have it at some point in our life where you you, you finish your toilet and and there's a little bit left over in the in the hose. <laughs> and, it, and I and I told my mate in confidence that uh, I think oh shit man like, mm. I think it's I think it's happened to me this time and uh, yeah yeah but is, is there more context to this is there more kind of going on around the dribble no there's nothing else going on around the dribble. is there not is there nothing sort of a backstory behind what made you think of the dribble or anything like that no well, I was meeting somebody for the first time, properly new, mm. uh, who was coming to my house, and their first sort of sight of me was walking down the stairs with said dribble, and probably was like, "Oh my god, what a disgusting slob!" Yeah. Um, I could imagine, like, looked at Selge and was like, "What a disgusting slob! Why are you with him?" And her just instantly going. Yeah. Just because he's he's quite nice, you know, he's quite a nice bloke, um, and he's probably the best that I could do for the time being. For the time until, being, until yeah. I can get <laughs> somebody, ship somebody else. In. <laughs> um, did you did you happen to you know get any evidence of this at all? Just for oh, the listeners. Yeah, no. <laughs> just a just a random question, Will. That's all. I just wonder whether you. Yeah, I sent a pic. I sent a picture of my crotch to you. Yeah. Yes, yes, you did. Yeah. Um, and it's laminated I, now. I can. I, I noticed it was laminated. You know, wiped clean for you. Mate, it's so much easier then. Trust me. Spillages, no problem. <laughs> Still it bang. <laughs> <laughs> um, Maybe that's what I need in my trousers. I needed to be fucking laminate so it doesn't come through. Yeah, yeah. Or just give it a proper shake like a normal bloke does. You know, I know you're at that age where you can't necessarily control the flow sometimes. I get it. I do get it. Um, but there, there is a picture. Um, I will be posting that the morning that we release this, which is Wednesday morning. It will be there. Because I feel like everyone needs to see this. Thanks, mate. I'm so proud of myself now. I'm really genuinely happy to be doing this podcast late on a Sunday night. 
You okay, mate? I thought I'd give you a little wave just to make sure yeah, you're okay. I'm, I thought you were frozen good, mate. or something. I'm all good. Mate. No, 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 we're good. Oh, good. Right, we're moving on. Moving on. No more news this week, no? We're, we're done and dusted. No, no, no. Let's <laughs> move on to oh. the next news story, bro. Okay. What else, is, what else have you seen this week? Well, I'd like to have a little discussion about Toffolo, you know? Oh, now that is a topic close to my heart. Yeah. Now, my boy Ivan has been banned. We all know this. We're all very aware that I was very disappointed by this. But Toffolo's done more bets. More. More bets. I wonder if it's the severity of bets. That shouldn't come into it. That's like, you break the rules, it's illegal. Simple as that. But would I get a lesser sentence if I broke into house instead of David Beckham's mansion? Would would it be a different different prison sentence if I broke into a caravan over that? Does it make the crime more uh, yeah, severe? I think, I think I think I think they refer to themselves as travellers, mate. I think yeah, the other do, yeah. the other word that you said is not the correct <laughs> word. But uh, no, on a serious note, though, if I broke into a caravan and I broke into a mansion, would it be the same, same, uh, same prison sentence? Yes. Well, yeah, but well, maybe not. No, I guess it depends. If you if you've stolen for like several million pounds worth of, um, like, what's it called? Uh, like millions of pounds worth of stuff and then you go and steal something a microwave you probably will get a lesser sentence yeah but that that's wrong that shouldn't be the case crime's a crime you you, sh- you could go and rob the Mona Lisa and you'd get sent down for a lot longer than if you went and robbed something from the Turner yeah. Centre in Margate well, there is some good shit at the Turner Centre. But I, I disagree. I, I understand it, but I, I don't think it should be like that. But I think we're getting a little bit off track, and it's probably my fault. But Toffolo's not been banned. He's got a suspended sentence until, was it the end of 2024 or something like that? Yeah. Or end was, of this yeah. season or something like that. End but, of this, yeah, I think it's the end of this season, isn't it? But he's made more bets over a longer yeah, period. Yeah, but there's... If he was banging I in think... 15, 20 goals a season, would he have been banned? And would there be a suspended ban? Or would it just been been there and say, no, you've got to serve it? It's an interesting point, isn't it? Because Ivan Tony was about to you know, start playing for England. Exactly. And he was, was yeah, like you say, scoring goals for fun at, at Brentford, really. He was he was on top form. Um, so, yeah, yeah I, I do agree. Um, I, d- I don't really understand it myself. I'm not too sure why that has happened. I think was it Cooper who's come out and said, "Oh, there's more to it. Like you don't know the whole. You don't know the whole of the the story." So yeah, and I, I wonder sure if that's something. Mm. But still, like, yeah. So he's been <laughs> he's been sent to the naughty step. But it doesn't have to sit on it. It's just be like the naughty steps here. Just FYI. But continue yeah, playing in the yeah. playground. No problem, mate. Yeah. Nah, no, just, I, just I wrong, do mate. agree. I 
do agree with me. It is out of order. It's a bit harsh. It's a bit harsh on Tony. Um, I tell, <clears throat> I tell you something, just on the back of, um, was it like, was Match Fit last week? No, it wasn't. It was the week before. Match Fit oh, episode yeah. with mental health. Uh, Richarlison, I mean, we slate Richarlison quite a bit, but he was sort of, he was talking about his mental health, having mental health issues. Mm. Um, I thought that was really, that was, that was a real step in the right direction, actually, him talking about that and him, his struggles and him going to see, uh, a therapist, counselor, you know, whatever it is he's going, whoever it is he's going to see, mm. a psychologist. Yeah. So I thought, fair play to him, actually, for coming out and saying that. Um, <clears throat> and hopefully that work will, will continue. You know, people be a bit more honest, as as we spoke about a couple of episodes ago. So if you didn't catch that one, catch that. It's a really good episode. But yeah, just just a continuation of that really was the other thing I had in the back of my mind to talk to you about today, young sir. Yeah, no, that's a good point. Yeah, as much as we <laughs> we do rip him on this pod um, for justified reasons, ninety nine percent of the time. Um, yeah, it, the, the fact that he's kind of raising that and and raising awareness of that. At an elite level, you know, fair play and hats off to him. So, you know, well done. Well done indeed. But I can't yeah, but think... I'm having a bit of a, a mind fart here. But is there anything else that's big that's happened? No, Sancho I think there's been a continuation of the... Continuation of the Rubiales stuff. Yeah, there's the Sancho stuff. I don't think he's going to play for United ever again. The thing is, with all of that, is, is Ten Hag can say it, Barcelona's come out and said, oh, we're interested. But the way Ten Hag's going, Sancho will, will outlive his reign <laughs> quite easily. He's got to be under some pressure. Uh, huge, huge pressure. Man United ain't even... Like, we'll probably come on to it, but Man United ain't even... Well, actually, should we get into it? Do you want to get into it? Should we go on to the Premier League? Should we go into it now? Yeah, yeah, let's go. Let's go. So, yeah, I mean, Man United, you know, they were... <clears throat> absolutely awful. I mean, I don't want to take anything away from Brighton because Brighton, I think, played really well. But Man United <laughs> defensively were just awful, weren't they? Were they? It was three. Was it three one in the end? Yeah, it should have been four. It should have been four one. Yeah, like Brighton missed a bit of a sitter, but it could have been eight or nine nil. Like they were lucky to get that goal back for United, but Brighton just who scored. What, oh, United? it was uh, Hannibal, wasn't it? Yeah. It was Hannibal, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah, I was just trying to think of me. But yeah, they, they just looked terrible. Like, absolutely terrible. Like, it must be so hard being a United fan at the moment. The players individually from last season, Rashford, who obviously had a decent season, Martinez, who had a really good season. You know, Casemiro had a bit of a mixed season, but still very good. They're all playing so, so badly now. Rashford can't hit a barn door. Yeah. Well, so Rash, I think Rashford is actually one of their better players at the minute. Like, I, I do, I do hear, what, I do get what you're saying. Like, he isn't, he isn't firing on all cylinders that he probably could be. But then, I, I think, I think he's a number nine. I think he plays better as a nine. I know he doesn't, he doesn't want to play as a nine. Um, he but, reminds yeah. me of a Bamiyan. He's an Aubameyang style player. You know he's great through the middle, but he needs to sort of play that, uh, like almost like that left striker, playing as a two. So he still can go yep. to the middle when he needs to. And the other one, try even, you know, if it if it's like Omri and Burkamp, for example, Omri came in from the left originally, and Burkamp was kind of there, and then he just dropped back and set it all up for him. I think Rashford needs someone like that. 
Yeah. I and agree. I, and I think yeah, no, he's I unleashed his goals. Right? And, you know, I don't want to take it away from him. I feel like we're slating him a little bit. He did score a great goal against us last week. But generally, I just don't think yeah. he's playing well. He's just not playing well. Which, yeah, I, I think I think he is better. Um, I think he I think he could be better. Mm. Anthony, the Anthony situation is a strange one. He's been accused of domestic abuse, I think, over in... In, in Brazil, where he's staying, he's taken a leave of absence, so that's not going to be doing the club any good. I think Casemiro still still puts in a good shift. The defence, though, man. Uh, I, I thought Regulon was a strange loan. I thought they could have bought somebody who's who's of a higher quality. He obviously started. Uh, I mean, Darlow, I don't really know where he fits. They, they, they've missed Varane, haven't they, quite a lot. I think he's he's a big loss for them. Yeah, I, I don't really understand the, the sort of Varane situation. Like, is he is he injured still? Is it like a long-standing thing? Like, I, I don't really get it. Because I know he had a few issues at Real Madrid. And when he's come across, he's not been firing on all cylinders 100% either. So it's kind of like, ooh, what, what, what do they do to keep him fit? Because I think they're a different team without him. Yeah. No, it's I going agree. to be tough. Yeah, think... It's really tough for United. And I think it could be a really long season. I think Ten Hag's under pressure. Yeah. If they don't get through, I think like the group stages of Champions League, if they don't get through to the knockouts and they're struggling or they get knocked out of one of the domestic cups as well, I think they might say, mm, enough's enough, mate. Mm. Uh, yeah, I think so, yeah. I, I, I don't think it's working. I think he's got his work cut out. He, he seems to have, like, I mean, they got rid of De Gea, Sancho. I think he's, I don't know what he's trying to do, but I don't think he's working too much. No, he's running out of scapegoats now, isn't he? He can't blame, he can't blame yeah. anyone else. He, he did it with Ronaldo last year, didn't he? Like, yeah. he's, he has gone for, um, I, I, can't, I don't think he'll last the season personally. Could be wrong. Mm. Uh, but Man United fundamentally really need to sort out this situation with the Glazers. And whether they're selling the club or not, and what's happening with that, yeah. And then they'll be sweet as an they'll be sweet as a nut, as Ben Foster would say. Oh mate, don't get me started on Ben Foster. Do you uh, still listen to it? I started to again. Yeah, I, yeah. I listened to the one um, where he spoke about his uh, retirement again, and yeah, I, I enjoyed the episode actually. I thought it was alright. It was an alright episode. Um, but yeah, I think it's just the way he talks just like gets me riled a little bit. I don't know why. Um, He's just a normal guy. Yeah, one of He's a normal guy. Sometimes, yeah. like, don't get me wrong, I'll, I'll listen to, to the pod every week still without fail. Um, I still enjoy it, but yeah, it's it's one of those. I'm just like, oh, stop it. It's like buzzwords, isn't yeah. it, that he uses. I'm like, Ben, come on. <laughs> uh, yeah, never mind. Never mind. Hey, guys. Here at the Football Drop Podcast, we'd love to hear all your comments, feedback and funny stories. If you'd like us to share them on the pod, please email us at footballdroppodcast at hotmail.com. Thank you. Shall we talk about the games for the weekend then, William? We spoke about Man United. Yeah, um, I think Excellent. we need to address the <laughs> elephant in the room before we go on. Mate, look, I've put on a bit of weight over COVID. You don't have to call me an elephant. <laughs> Fucking out of order, bro. 
No, no what I meant was the fact that, that you have changed. Was... It's daylight. I have changed. Yeah. The angles changed. <laughs> Everything is different from what would have happened but a moment ago. But it's also um, the same. <laughs> Everything is different, but it's also the same. It's also the same. Yeah, very good point. We decided last night that after our interview, which is coming up... Hang on, who who was, decided? Well, if you let me fucking finish... <laughs> just, we decided we. as a as a podcast, because we are a podcast, we're a partnership, <laughs> we are joint in this venture, although, you know, <laughs> if there's a bus to be thrown, then it's like the jockstrap to be joined... <laughs> <laughs> I think I've dropped the word jockstrap in the last three or four episodes. <laughs> yes, it's really actually quite creepy. <laughs> oh, What's um, so I decided I wasn't too. I wasn't very well last night. I wasn't bringing my A game, so let's just bring it back to today and finish off the episode. Um, but by the way, the interview later on. My God, man! My. <laughs> God, what an interview. Yeah. Crazy. Uh, okay, so Premier League. So where should we start then, Ben Jermyn? Uh Let's start with Wolves-Liverpool, shall we? The early kick-off. Oh, sorry. Just, just before we do crack on. Sorry, I know oh, I just sure. passed it handed it over to you. I just wanted to say, the Man United VAR call, what did you make of that? <laughs> it was out. Simple as that. The ball is out. Think? Oh, looking at what? Looking at all the angles, looking at all the pictures they've taken... There's a gap between the line, the grass, and the ball. Therefore, it's crossed the line. Do you, do you think, though, that they needed to change the position so so you're looking down on the ball? Yeah, they probably did. I've not did. seen that. Have they done that? Because I've not seen that. Yeah, there's... Like, you know, they... Well, it's not direct... It's not bird's eye view, but it's, you know, at a point that it's almost in line. You can see that, that there's a clear gap between the white line and the ball. There's grass in between it. So it's out. Simple as that. They can't moan about it. <clears throat> they can't moan mm. about it at all. Uh, yeah, I, I I would prefer Hawkeye in that kind of situation. Yeah, would you? Anyway. I don't think you can do Hawkeye all over the pitch, though, mate. No. No, because it's mounted underneath the crossbar. Wasn't there also... Was it the Man United game where there was the offside? Yes. Uh, no, we had an offside one. Yeah, that was against Man United. I think. Oh no, yeah, no, yeah, it was we us. Had one yeah, this no, sorry, yeah, 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 it was us. Yeah, we'll come on to that. Let's come on. Let's go. Yeah. So, sorry, you wanted to go to the early kickoff, yeah? Yeah. Are we, are we okay to go? Is there anything else you wanted to interject before we we actually go into that? No, you crack on. You okay. Crack on. So, Liverpool... oh, actually, no, 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 wait, wait. Ah, no, I couldn't resist. Couldn't resist. Ooh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, funny. Well, funny. Um, no, genuinely, like Wolves and Liverpool was a really entertaining game. I think Liverpool get bored. I've got a theory on this. The game is too easy for them. So they just like, you know what, lads? Let's just go one behind. Let's give the fans something to cheer about. Give them something to be on the edge of their seats. This is an entertainment business. Let's go behind against a shit team that we are nailed on to beat. So everyone's like, ooh, never back the early kickoff, ooh. And then all of a sudden, they just batter him in the second half. Mm. Yeah, I thought, I thought it was interesting that Gag, Gakpo scored and then was immediately taken off. Yeah, that was weird, but I think that was already <laughs> planned. 
Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Same like it. Nick's I'll tell you what's like, funny oh, as well. <laughs> Orcs. The thing for me is when, I mean, it doesn't matter. A goal's a goal, but Harvey Elliott banging in a goal. Jumping oh, into the crowd, making a fuss, and then giving a oh, G. Like, oh, I did feel bad for him, because I thought that was on target. Yeah, me too, yeah. And it looked on target, so why it was given, I don't know. But, yeah, I, I do feel a bit bad for him. But no, no, it was off target. no, no, it was off target. It looked on target when I first saw it, but it was definitely going off. It was definitely oh, an OG. Oh, OK, yeah. fair enough. I, I do feel so. bad for him still, nonetheless. Just one of those, like, gutted. Absolutely gutted. But solid 3-1 yeah, win. Um, Liverpool looked really entertaining. The the sort of attacking six, I suppose, that they've got now is just ridiculous. Uh, yeah, I would absolutely 100% agree. And you could probably... Is it six? Jota? So, I mean, I don't know if we need to go through this. Do we need to go through this? Probably not. Let's just... No. Yeah, six. But it's six very attacking-minded players. Trent's not exactly a defender in midfield, is he? He's that extra person now. Harvey Elliott is just a bit of an average, you know, centre mid and stuff. But yeah, they, they've just got a lot of attacking intent now, haven't they? And I, 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 I think, think it's really entertaining. I can count eight. Eight. If you want, I count eight. And if you want Trent, that's nine. There's like they have got a serious amount of attacking strength there. What centre back roams forward then? What? You said they've got nine attacking players. So obviously yeah. one's not going to be the goalie, is it? Mate, not in the fucking team. In not in the in the actual oh. team playing team in the squad. Oh no, I was talking about the playing team, saying that there's five or six, and you were saying that there's nine. That's why I'm like, the fuck roamed forward, like Joel Matic playing on left wing. <laughs> He's always known for his pace. Oh, cool. Yeah, so we'll move on then. So great, great win for them. Um, Fulham, Fulham, Luton then. Would yeah. you make of that one? Do you know what? Yeah. Uh, uh, Luton, I mean, they had ample opportunity to score a goal. And do you know what they did? They didn't score a goal. That's it. So, and do you know what Fulham did? They scored a goal. And they won. It's mental, really, how, how football works. You that know? is. It's quite crazy, actually. Insane in the membrane, actually. Yeah, I completely properly, hazardly properly agree. Insane in the membrane. Um, yeah, a bit of a boring game, I think overall. So I don't really want to talk about it anymore. There was a lot of drama no. in the next one, though. Spurs Sheffield United. What a game! Sheffield United what? What a game. should have won that, and they just capitulated. They did. Tottenham played very well. I mean, Ange, he he made the subs that he needed to make, and they had an impact, didn't they? Yeah, Rich Atkinson Dang, scored. Yeah. I think no, we which is really annoying. We, but... we have, but it was so frustrating to see him score. But also, it was nice to see that he didn't take his t-shirt off and run around <laughs> like a complete <laughs> knob, and that he kept it under control. So I think, yeah, I think Tottenham are. For me, I think they're hedging towards top four if they can continue it. I'm not sure that they will be able to, if I'm being completely honest. No. But I think they're heading it in that direction if they continue on this trajectory. Yeah, I think Andrew's bringing the, the sort of likability to Tottenham a little bit just because he's a likeable character. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm still never going to like yeah. them, don't get me wrong. But with Andrew, no, you, know, you can tolerate them a little bit more. 
Um, <clears throat> but yeah, solid, solid to get the three points. That's what you need to get. You know, scrappy games sometimes you do need to to get there and, and obviously win. Um, and they've they've done that, so fair play to them. Um, what's yeah, next? Well, they've got what? Goals in Sheffield. I have, mate. Your math skills are on fire today. Well done, sir. I've got new well toilet roll. Oh, here we go. Go on. It's just it's got got sums on it. How is it? Times tables. Or you just on addition? I don't know. I'm not at that level yet. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just addition and subtraction. Yeah. Fair play. Wow, subtraction as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. No wonder you were tired yesterday when we recorded. You had to give up. Oh, mental arithmetic, <laughs> fucking hell. Every day on the toilet, man, curry the night before, you know. Oh, I don't, no, I don't want to know, don't want to know. Um, West Ham City. Yeah, West Ham look good, man. West they Ham are, look good. West Ham are and they've looking got, solid. they got Kudus as well to come through. It's a Kudus. Uh, <laughs> they got him to come through. <laughs> it's a Kudus. <laughs> Uh, yeah, sorry. Um, that docu looks good, man. I told you this, and you went, no, I'm not having it. No, no, wow, well, I, I it. didn't no, know much. No, I said I don't know much about it. I'm not having it. Don't know anything about him. No, he's going to be shit. I didn't understand why Man City paid all that money for him. <laughs> now, the next day, I quite like that docu. He's playing quite well, actually, isn't he? <laughs> you finished? <laughs> Doing your, your best Tom Davis impression there. Well done. Um... <laughs> So, Jeremy Doku, I never slated him. I just didn't understand because I hadn't seen much of him play. But it was a lot of money. But he looks quality for him. He does look quality yeah, for him. Yeah, he does, yeah. Um, but yeah, another win Man for Man City. Man City look beatable. They do look beatable. They do. If you can hold that defensiveness together for the whole game, I think that's where West Ham dropped a little bit. But... Yeah, the, I, I, I agree with you. They are beatable, but at the same time, no one's managing to do it. No. And that's five the problem. And that's the problem at the moment. They're setting an early pace, so it's always disappointing. Um, I'll tell you what, we've had some like proper entertaining games though this weekend. Especially like last-minute drama and stuff as well. So next one is Villa Palace. That's very last-minute, wasn't it? Very late they left that Villa. I know, we were texting each other about the old prediction scores, weren't we? And you're like jumping up and down, celebrating, and you're like, yeah, fucking get in, yeah. Then it was, fuck Villa. <laughs> yeah. And I'd be interested in seeing the stats for who, how many late goals are scored this season, because they do seem to be coming later and later and later. It's almost like that, that, um, the but you know the numbers goes up and there's going to be 12 minutes on it and 10 mm. minutes on it and you know there's going to be a lot uh, through time wasting and stuff so I think it'd be really interesting to see how many goals are scored because because you you're basically playing a hundred minute game now. Yeah, I think the um, hundred uh, hundred minute games have doubled I think so far this season already. Yeah, which is just insane. It's such a rarity, isn't it? You had like three, four minutes. But but what makes me question is what the fuck was going on back in the time? Like throughout the whole of the football history since they brought on like added minutes, where was the referee getting that figure from? Literally no idea. Just pluck it out the head. <laughs> it's just like, oh, you know, we're actually counting now. So it's like 12 minutes. Like, well, what was you doing before then? Oh, no, it's insane. Just like, it's just completely insane. <laughs> 
but yeah, uh, well done to Villa. Good goals. I thought it was a, I thought it was a, a pen <clears> myself. <throat> um, so yeah, good decision. And I think that's the first time I have seen in a long time the referee being sent to the screen and not changing his mind. Yeah, that was yeah that was a bit of a, a almost controversy in itself that they didn't change their mind. Yeah. It was. And I've got a question for you. Yeah. Socks above the knees. No. You can only be one person if you're going to have socks above your knees. And I'm sorry, David, David Louise, but uh, not David Louise. Douglas Louise. Who is it? Douglas Louise. Why did I say David? Douglas know. Louise. You are not TH14. Pull your socks down, my friend. Yeah. yeah. But he did score... And he's in my dream team. Did he score? Yeah, he did. He scored a penalty, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. So, so what? What are you saying that he's as good as Thierry? Oh, here we go. Him no, no, Antonio. no, no, no. He's not here as good as go. Thierry. This is how it all <laughs> starts. Don't fucking start, sunshine. Don't start, sunshine. I'll, get, I'll start getting texts through soon saying. Oh yeah, I really, really love Look, Douglas Lewis. Just because you've, you've had a sleep and you're now feeling better about yourself, you're feeling in tip-top condition. No, 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 no. I'm not, not saying that at all. What happened to your voice then? <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. I was hoping you would notice. Um, but yeah. Oh yeah, of course, yeah. Sure thing, brain. <clears throat> Excuse me. But yeah, it's a really entertaining 3-1 win though. Couple of proper last-minute goals. Mate, Martinez though, that little slip proper crap me up. It was funny, wasn't it? Yeah, I just, oh, it couldn't happen to a nicer guy. Couldn't happen to a nicer guy. Did you actually... Well, yeah, would have been. Did you hear his um, match report after, like his interview? They asked him about being shortlist for the Ballon d'Or. Like, do you think he's going to win? He's like, no, 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 my mate Messi's going to win. My good mate Messi. Oh, mate, crawl out of his arsehole, for God's sake. Oh, oh, best friend, oh, best friend Messi. Like, come on. Like, we know you're mates, but why do you have to name drop him like that? So we, we all know he's going to win. My good my good mate Messi. Like, shut up, you drip. I mean, from you. What? I Mate, I don't bang on about Ivan Tony. You bang on about Ivan Tony and tell everyone that I bang on about Ivan Tony. <laughs> and Douglas Louise, apparently, the next on radio. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Right, literally every <laughs> listener watching slash listening will know that this is you putting words into my mouth again. I'm not having it. I'm not having it. Put in there. <laughs> no, <laughs> make sure you fucking wipe first, you dribbler. Jesus. Right, <laughs> go on to the next game. <laughs> oh dear. Uh, <laughs> Who got Newcastle Brentford? <laughs> Uh, go on. What are you going to dribble about this one? Uh, I thought it was very. <laughs> it's just a bit of a shit game, to be honest. Funny, I'm not. I'm not really sure if it was a penalty if you look at it under the microscope. But no, I, I can see why it was that. given and done deal, isn't it? One nil with Newcastle. Yeah, much closer than last season. Was it five one? I think it was to Newcastle. Yes, so, <laughs> yes, a little bit closer. Thought. Can... I thought Brentford looked alright. They just they needed. A presence up front, some may say. Yeah. yeah. Um, but no, they did need that presence up front just to be able to just get that in the in the corner, you know, and get it in the back of the net. But um, yeah, yeah, I think it's I a agree. big win for Newcastle. Gives them a bit of confidence. 
Yeah, certainly. And, uh, and even the more board, boring the game. draw. Oh, yeah. my God. Right, so just put it in perspective, right? So you said about the 100-minute games. We had one minute in the first half and four in the second. That just tells you just how shit this game was. It was a proper game. Nothing it? happened. It was a proper old-school game. Um... Like Chelsea had a good couple of chances, and don't get me wrong, like Neto made like two really good saves, but the quality was just a just fucking awful. Absolutely Did you see awful. The, that shot from Jackson? What, like he just like it, it was like it was like I was about to kick the ball. You know? <laughs> Mate, he could not even he barely could hit the stand behind him at one point. I know five shots on goal. Uh, sorry, shots on target each. Ten shots from Bournemouth, nine shots from Chelsea. It, it was... Should we move on? Yeah, let's That's just move on. Everton-Arsenal, mate. Go on. Yeah, difficult one, this one for me. Uh, I feel like we dropped... Not dropped. I feel like we could have um, we could have had a few more. I feel like that could have been our real sort of game that got us the momentum to to basically just continue and, and just kick ass, but mm. it didn't really work like that to be honest. It was more of a more of a simple sort of all over them but but nothing up top. I'm not sure why Enketi is still starting. The, the for me and I know and I know that there's there's gonna be um people who differ in opinion, but I don't think Enketia is good enough to start up front for a team who is vying for the title because that's what we are we are we are chasing for the title um i thought you you know if you look at man city with harland and alvarez um then you've got you know liverpool's nine players that they've got on the pitch at all times who are really attacking according to ben Um, (laughs) according to you aston villa aston villa with the next thierry Henry, and we've got Jesus and Nketiah, I think we need somebody bigger. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I think we need a bigger name, bigger striker. I'd like to have seen maybe that Hoyland from no. United. You know, no. he would. I think he would have been good for us. No. Um, someone, someone like that though. Someone Big who got banging goals. No, no. Ge- oh, in all, yeah. all piss taken aside, yeah. I genuinely do feel Ivan Tony would bring that. Yeah. What did he get for Brentford? He got like, was it like, did he get 20 goals last season? I think it was 18 or 19 goals. It might have been 20. But it's still, it, it still was, up there though, isn't it? Yeah, he was the third top highest scorer behind Kane and so, Haaland. And he plays, and this is no disrespect, but he plays for Brentford. They're not known for their goal scoring prowess. But. But. Yeah, no, I agree. But no, I agree. Yeah. I do, I do Put him in a team that creates agree, more. Yeah. And yeah, you're, I think you're. I think you're laughing then. Me too. Should we get our guest on? Shall we? Yeah, and we'll do the Euro. Round. I don't think we haven't got a guest next week, so we'll do the Euro Worldwide Roundup again next week from the last two weeks, and then oh, we'll okay. start having that as a regular thing when our episodes are a bit shorter. What we don't want to do is continue to to basically bore you with our bullshit. Um, no, no, it's not good for the, it's not good for the figures, is it? You know, if people start <laughs> turning off halfway through, so you know. No, exactly. Um, so yeah, we'll uh, we'll take a quick break and then we will get the guest on. Cheers, guys. Hi, guys. Make sure you're following us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter so you don't miss a thing. How could you? Instagram is at Football Drop Podcast. 
Twitter is at Football Drop Pod. Thanks, Will, for that. Or just search us on Facebook, Football Drop Podcast. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Right, okay. So I mentioned earlier on that we do actually have a special guest this week. Um, he is, uh, pro- I think your title is Chief Executive I think that sounds cooler for mystery away days. You are a chairman of a grassroots football club. Um, have you written a book? You've probably written a book at some stage, Liam, or probably going to do that in the future. Um, you're a managing director. What, what else could we call you, really? We've got Liam Bond on. I think I've written five or six books. <laughs> have you actually? <laughs> but I've written all, written all before I uh, published them. Uh, Liam, thank you for Anyone coming on, mate. Book? Thank you. Yeah, thank you. How are you? It's an absolute pleasure. Thank you, mate. Thank you. Isaac, I know you're going to be listening to this week. I cannot believe you've not let him on. Cannot believe it. Um, the only the only chairman in probably non-league that's not been invited on, on to the, uh, <laughs> onto the fan, the fan <laughs> podcast of their own football club. Um, so, yeah, listen, just for, for clarity. So, I, I actually run another podcast for AFC Crew that we spoke about briefly before. Uh, I know we've had George on previously. We had Jack on a few weeks ago. Um, Liam is the, the chairman of the football club um, and the podcast is run by myself and our head of welfare and uh, safeguarding, uh, a guy called Isaac. And Isaac refuses to let Liam come on. Uh, I'm not sure why. I think he thinks it's funny. Um, I think he's gone a little bit power hungry and power mad. I'm not sure. Um, but he's really enjoyed it. So I thought, Joe, you know what? I'm going to get Liam on ours instead and get him on Football Drop. So thank you for coming on. Um, before we get kind of stuck in, just uh, I'd like to firstly know a little bit about Liam, who support, um, and then hopefully there won't be too much uh, ripping into you from Will like he did when George came on last season. Listen, there'll be no doubt some ripping from Will, but I, 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 I'm a Liverpool fan, and um, I'm quite frankly, wait, Will, who do you support? Arsenal. All right, we're okay then, Will. You and I will, you and I will be fine. If, I just yeah. didn't want you to say Manchester United. Then we would... No, 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 don't worry about that. No chance, no chance. No, I have nothing but respect for uh, for Arsenal, as long as they finish below Liverpool. That's absolutely fine. What a diplomatic way of saying it, mate. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so 
I mean, it, there's, a, there's, an old, there's a whole long story that, that, that kind of starts with myself and then how AFC crew became a, a, a thing. So I guess I, I, guess I, I kind of have like a, a social media company in Manchester. So we have a lot of followers on kind of various social media accounts. Um, and kind of one of one of one of my obviously my my passion's football. My, I mean, if you ask my fiance, she'll tell you that it's it's completely a, like it kind of takes over my whole life, the whole sport. She she comes in and she sees Liverpool and she's like, right, okay, now I know whether he's going to be in a good mood this weekend or a really really bad mood. <laughs> and that's that's been the case since I was probably about three or four years old. So, um, yeah, so the, the, the football has always been the thing, and and it kind of. When it went into social media, we we kind of three or four of us. We kind of like we had like lad bible and uh, uni lad, so we we kind of made those become kind of what 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 they were. Mm. Um, we, we well, we kind of took over them after they were like horribly sexist things, and we kind of made them like normal things, and we got rid of all that horrible side to that culture and tried to kind of bring in mental health and tried to kind of champion um what men should be a little bit more um so we were there for kind of like five six seven years uh and then we myself and my business partner did our own thing and we we kind of built this big audience uh, across very various pages my, my face is pretty much on none of them kind of i've got footy manager memes where a lot of our kind of afc crew fans came from but my face, mm. I, I kind of try and keep away from a lot of it because I'm, I'm not really interested in that side of it. And also, my face is kind of suited, more suited to radio than it is to uh, <laughs> YouTube and TV. <laughs> uh, but I, I kind of also, I always had this kind of dream of of kind of either getting into coaching or management. I mean, my my, my playing career was, you know, it, it was it was it was not spectacular. Listen, I was, I, they they called me the Skelmersdale's Latin probably 15 years ago and I, I never really got past that i made a couple of appearances at the very very lower end of uh, english football but what level um, like professional leagues or non-league uh higher actually higher than afc cruise level to be fair oh, okay kind of like um uh, counties so like maybe two leagues above but oh nice you know not not like consistently and not with any not with any sort of talent but um we, we 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 had this like kind of close knit uh, community of people where I'm from, just kind of like just outside of Liverpool, and we just play football every single day. Like every single day, we would we would meet up and we play football, and we play football with when we were 17, we play football with 35 year old men, and we 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 that was just what we did. And mm. there was one game that you know Ricky Lambert played against us, which is pretty uh no way after he retired yeah yeah and it, because the, the thing is in in the liverpool league it was so it was so rough you know you're like i'm six foot six but you still look around and be like ah jesus christ that guy's 38 and he's six foot five and quite frankly looks like he's gonna break my nose as soon as i go <laughs> near him and, it, and it, it, it really sets you up for life seeing men like that and then yeah, often sometimes yeah. they would break your nose and often sometimes they would uh Jeez. You know, it'd be it'd be much worse. But I kind of always wanted to get into coaching. I always wanted to get into the uh, into kind of the older of a football club. And then, kind of when the Super League came about, and it was so draining to be a part of a to kind of support a, a top flight club. Because I, mm. 
I'm from Liverpool, and Liverpool's a very different part of the United Kingdom, and it's part of the United Kingdom that we don't really class ourselves as a part of the United Kingdom. And to see almost like kind of like the hypocrisy and like, hey, we're supposed to be different, we're supposed to be special, we're supposed to look out for each other, we're supposed to be purely community based and 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 have all the right just all of all of the, the all of the purity in our hearts and then mm. have our own be like hey we want to join this 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 super league and it was kind of like it was the biggest can i swear in this podcast yeah swear all you like it yeah. was the biggest <laughs> kick in the ball like it was just such a big kick in the balls it was like oh my god if i carry on supporting this i'm i go against everything that i thought that liverpool was about so one of my friends that I work with at, at, at Lab Bible, George Pablo, who has become a just a super kind of important part of AFC crew. Mm. Um, we kind of spoke about it over a beer, and we were like, "But I was like, it's awful, and maybe this is the time." Because I knew that I knew that I had the audience. I knew that you know, if I wanted to, I could reach a hundred thousand people, maybe two hundred thousand people in a day. But I never ever did it with any purpose because I was like, "Hey, I'll just I'll just send them memes because that's kind of what is funny." Yeah. But, one day when something has a purpose, I'll send that to. So we kind of had this conversation. We're like, hey, how about we get them all, like get as many people as we, we can together and then create this kind of like, and, and take over a football club and run it the right way and, and, and maybe create fans of a club and then have them have proper input on a club and make a proper community club. So we kind of, we pushed it. We got a lot of people involved, uh, yourself included, Ben. And then we, we literally we we voted on i think i spent i think i I literally spent like kind of like eight to twelve hours a day on phone calls with football clubs at all different levels like really high levels and and really low levels for two three four weeks and then we we put it all together and we voted on which club that we should uh we should take over so who was it that was in the vote so obviously yourself and george yeah so well, so in the in the vote in the, in the vote was was the whole was the whole um, was the whole community. So, oh, right, okay. I, 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 yeah, and almost as like a you know, if I'm being completely honest, I didn't vote for AFC Crew. I didn't want us to take over AFC Crew. We we struck a deal to take over Pershore Town, which is a club in the Hellenic division, um, much higher up than than AFC Crew, and they had like average attendance of about four or five hundred people. They had the whole oh, wow. town of Persia were like huge, hugely behind that club, um, and we took over it. And they announced me as the as the the new chairman, which was never my intention, by the way. I I, mm. I was supposed to launch New Fan and not be a chairman. I was going to come just, on to that and ask because I know yeah. that you don't tend to really say, "Hey, yeah, it's me." Like even in the like when I um, initially joined the group, like I had no idea who you were. You were just called New Fan. There was no Liam yeah, got, or anything yeah, on there. I was like, is this the guy, like, is he the big boss? Like, what's going on? <laughs> you, well, the, the employees at my companies will tell you that I'm a very different person than the guy that is the chairman of AFC Crew. I don't like being, because I know that there's a lot more eyes, like, there's a lot of eyes and stuff. I don't want this to be about me. And I, I know that the the project that we're doing is is really, it's really special. It's mm. so, it's so different. Uh, and it has so much potential. That I don't ever, I don't really want anyone to know who I am. You like, I, I don't care about that. I want everyone to know who New Fan is, and, and and I want everyone to know who the AFC Crew board are, and who the AFC Crew players are, and the manager. 
that's what it's all about. I listen. I'm not the guy. I, listen, don't don't you know don't 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 ask me about anything. But just watch us, check out the Discord, and you'll see something really special that's going on at the club. But yeah, yeah I, I'm not too keen on being the the face. No, that's fair enough. It's I, I find it quite interesting because we actually had George on last season, um, towards the end of last season, just obviously you know, talking about the AFC crew side of things. I think it was only about a month or two after I'd kind of joined the whole project as well. So it's quite interesting. And, and the the bit the, the bit from George's interview that stuck with me was we decided over a beer. And I'm not going to lie, I thought, bullshit, did you decide over a beer? And you've literally just repeated it. I was like, oh, okay, maybe George wasn't lying. So yeah, George, <laughs> yeah, if you are listening, we, we, I hold my hands up, sorry. <laughs> I can remember where, the, uh, where we had the beer. We had it in, in a bar called The Leopard in Nantwich. And it was like it was like it was like it, it kind of felt like a really profound moment that we had. And it was like, hey, let's do this, because we knew that you know if we we knew that the idea was so strong that if we if we pushed it, the only issue that we had was that there were four of us, mm. there were four of us involved in it. We're kind of friends since the start of Lab Bible, so that's ten years. The only thing that we were nervous about was the fact that this could potentially take over our whole lives. And we won't earn a we won't earn a single penny from it. Yeah. And it, and it, and we literally just had that agreement of like, hey, let's kind of we, we don't even have a club yet. We don't even have any we don't even have any, any board members. We don't have any fans. We don't know what we're doing. Hmm. Let's figure out later down the line how we can reimburse ourselves. Which, by the way, did not come. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe in like five years' that. time. Did you get there? <laughs> That's mad. That's absolutely mad. Maybe, yeah, five, five, ten years' time, they might be at a point where we go, okay, we might be able to actually uh, get a bit of a paid job out of it. You never know. Right. You know, yeah. Five, ten years' time, I, I kind of, you know what, I, like, I, I, I've spoken to Gaz, our co-chairman, and, and you know what, it's like, it's been over a year. I, I, I'm just looking forward to the day that I can kind of just sit down at, in the stands <laughs> and just watch AFC crew. Because that is like, that's the one thing that I'm missing a lot. You, you, yeah. As soon as I sit down, someone's in my ear going, "Oh, by the way, we've got no pint glasses in the bar. Can you come and you can you come and help us out?" And I'm like, "All oh, right, okay, yeah, 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 all right. Give me a second. Oh, oh my God, the uh, the food delivery for half time has been delayed. And it's like, "All oh, right, okay, yeah, yeah, all right. I'll come back. <laughs> and I come back. It's two 0 And I'm like, "All oh, right. Yeah. Brilliant. At what oh. point do I enjoy the football? But it, it, listen, it, it's probably the most. I don't know. I, I, when we started New Fan, it was never it was never my intention to become a chairman of a football club ever. It's never been my like kind of intention. I wanted to get into a football club. I didn't know in what capacity. And then we kind of decided on New Fan and creating a model where non-league clubs could fund themselves and they could create a good income for themselves from their fans mm-hmm. because fans would, from a large part, be kind of happy to spend three pound or four pound or five or six pound on funding a local football club but there doesn't seem to be like a model that can be introduced to football clubs so that was kind of the the driving force of it and then all of a sudden we you know the the the, the community voted on taking over afc crew which were by the way the worst english football team probably in history they were they they didn't they didn't win, they didn't win a single game in the whole season before we took over them um and then because I, I voted for us to take over Persia, which is like kind of four hours from my house. I went there like five, six times and we became chairman. Um, and then when that fell through, everyone voted for AFC crew. Now I'm only like 20 minutes away from crew. 
So then all of the physical work kind of just became on me and I was like, all right, this is kind of cool. But we were playing in, we were playing in fields, we were playing in parks. Uh, so I'd, I'd turn up every week with a, with a bag of balls and all of the, all of the nets and then we, we, would, we would do all of it and the, the corner flags and then I'd have to be linesman as well and I'd also have to be water boy. And I'm like, D- D- Ryan Reynolds doesn't do this shit. But then I got voted in as the chair and I'm like, you know what? I love this silly little club that we've taken over. So, if people want me to be chairman, then I, I, I yeah, I should definitely yeah, just do it. do it and see what see what happens. Right, absolutely. That must make you fall in love with it even more, though, knowing that you've been there as ball boy, as water boy, as the linesman, and then you can watch it grow and grow and grow as as it gets through into you know wherever you end up. The yeah the. The, the level of progression that we've made in, in pretty much just over a year is frightening. We've had two promotions. We've we've got a, a ground that's fit for fit for many leagues above us with 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 Alsace Town. We've got a Premier League uh, Gary Taylor Fletcher as our manager, who's just I mean, with respect to kind of previous managers at the club, but I, I've kind of spent a lot of time with a lot of them. Having that transition into Gary Taylor Fletcher, who was a Premier League striker a champions league a championship striker and then having someone who he kind of worked his way up through leicester under 23s and 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 really kind of worked his way up and he, he spent some time in america uh, and coached over there and then having someone like that who's still a super young coach mm. but had the kind of the, the difference in the in the way that the, the, the club completely changed the moment that we kind of managed to land gary taylor fletcher um yeah, every, everything just happened so fast. It, it seemed like we went from kicking around and we were avoiding kicking dog shit when we were playing on a <laughs> on a park on a park field. And then six weeks later, it's like, hey, don't mention the dog shit because Gary Taylor Fletcher's on the sideline. <laughs> he, he thinks we're going to be massive, so don't say don't say nothing about the dog shit. That's and then, so and now, surreal. Now obviously, with him kind of spearheading on the on on the field stuff, and then we have such an amazing team off the field. We're, we're just a completely different football club and now people know who we are they know what we're doing and we're making great strides yeah I mean the, the difference yeah the difference I've noticed literally in just over six months of being part of it it's just ridiculous and like it, it's the expectation as well like it's just absolutely mad um, so I mean it'll be good to see how it develops over the next kind of 12-18 months as well and there's so many exciting plans in the background of you know, obviously building the momentum and things like that as well, and you know, aiming for promotions, you know, back to back. And I know I spoke to uh, to GTF a few weeks ago as well, and you know, he's like, no, hundred percent, like we we got to win it. So I don't want to just get promoted; I want to win it. Um, yeah, I, I, I think this season has been like a super stressful. It's because we got the double promotion, so we were in the crew in district league last season. We won that. And then they kind of skipped us. They skipped us from the Staffordshire Division Two to the Staffordshire Division One because of our resources and and, and the whole project. We it, it, we probably kind of naively thought that the team that we were building was so many divisions higher. We were signing players from kind of Leicester under twenty threes. We we, mm. we just signed a player who who was who played at Atletico Madrid under twenty threes. He played. He was telling us before he, we kicked off on the weekend that his toughest opponent was was Reggie on, uh, who no. yeah, 
and it's like hey you're just a crew now and it's like we we made a lot of like really really big statement signings and we, we we progressed really fast and really hard but one thing we didn't that we kind of myself and and also gary like gary will i work so close with gary and he, we'll also he'll probably also admit that we didn't really take into account that you can sign all these amazing footballers but it doesn't mean that they're ready for the league even though they're three leagues above mm. that when you have a six foot five center back who wants to break someone's face <laughs> when you have a, a, a five foot two striker who has played six leagues above and he thinks he's too good for the division or what or whatever yeah it, it actually doesn't work and mm. so like it, so what we're finding now in the league that we're in and it, it's a complete kind of learning curve for us is that good football won't win as the league but effective football will and we have these amazing kind of a lot of our footballs are lightweight they they played six seven divisions above us, but we don't have a big ugly, horrible striker or a big ugly horrible centre back or a big ugly horrible CDM mm. who will just kill someone. And we just we are finding that these games are physical and they're they're not like the games of football that the players that we we, we recruited are, are used to. Yeah, you need a, a big <laughs> a big brick shit house in, in midfield. Someone who's going to go yeah, and crunch in someone 30 seconds into the game. But that old school, you know, English mentality of let them know you're there early doors. You need one or two of them. It's so frighteningly true, non-league. It's so frighteningly true. And I, I spoke to the players after this weekend. We, we drew this week uh, on Saturday at 1-1 against the team that hadn't won this season. And it was, it felt like we'd lost 10-0. Like it yeah. was that painful. And I said, listen, no one's hitting anyone. And one of the players said to me, well, it's £25 fine if you get a booking, so we don't want to tackle anyone. I said, I'll pay every single fine that you get as long as the booking that's worth taking. Like, <laughs> don't let that stop you from absolutely nailing someone who's absolutely rinsing your time and time again. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Because you do kind of get that, that reputation in, in football quickly. You know, it happens at the top level. I know for a fact, you know, just, you know, in, in our in our little teams and things like that, and, you know, in, in the, the general chat, it's a case of just toughen up. You know, if people know that you're a bit of a pushover, like Arsenal had it years ago. You know, we decided after, you know, Vieira went, we lost obviously all of our, our big, big bastard centre-backs, so to speak, and things. And it was a case of, all right, well, we got players like Fabregas and, and Santi Cazorla, fantastic, you know, technical players. They're not going to, like, barge someone like Haaland off the ball, are they? Yeah, so, yeah, exactly. We, <clears throat> we played a game, we played a game last week and we, we lost it 5-2. We, we've not won the last two weeks. We lost it 5-2. One of our centre-backs, I, I, I came home yesterday, he said um, last week when we lost 5-2, they, they had a striker who who must have been like 6'5", six 6'6", foot six foot six, and he was, he was warming up and he had his top off and quite frankly, I've never seen anything like it. The guy looked like the Incredible Hulk <laughs> and our centre-back looked at him. Our centre-back six 6'4", himself, and he looked at him and thought, God, I hope he's not playing against me. And then the guy didn't even start. He came off the bench and the striker was terrible. But just the fact that he was six foot four, just mm. sent the, he just scared the living daylights out of our centre backs, and it completely unsettled them. Like we just didn't want to go against that guy. And it's like, right, we need a team that when we come out on the pitch, it's fine that we can pass the ball around because you're all phenomenal footballers. But you need to be scared of someone. You know, yeah. the first thing if you're a striker, you know, if you're I, I played when I was younger, I was a striker. The first thing you looked at was the was the centre backs. And if someone's big and scary and ugly, you're like, ah, yeah, I don't quite fancy this. Yeah, oh, this is going to be same, tough. It, it's the same. It, it, it's the same with centre backs. 
centre-back's look, and if it's a big, ugly striker who will throw an elbow and throw an arm and push you, grab your head and throw you around, they don't want that. No. And if we, what we need is that just that old, dark art of football that kind of it, it exists in, this, in, in, in these leagues that we're in, but we, we've not really planned for it. We've planned for these amazing technicians, and so we're learning every, every week. You can see that being such an easy trap to fall into, though, because like you say, you know, you watch the top leagues week in, week out, and you see those skillful players that are going to, you know, run into the box and score a great goal, whereas actually what you need is is those long balls, that ball into the box, so you can get, you've got that big lump that can ed- that edit into the back of the net. That, that's the that's the kind of level that you're at, really, isn't it? Yeah, we, we had a, we, last week we had a, the, we, we were actually, I think, you know, without giving an exclusive here, we're kind of close. We're in talks to sign the guy, but we 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 we, we played City of Stoke last week, mm. and they they they. I don't think they were. You know, I think they'll kind of openly admit they weren't expecting to beat us, but they wanted to beat us so fucking bad because they knew that we were the new kids in town. They knew that we had money, and then we knew that we had like pretty boy footballers. And listen, it, it, it riled them up a little bit. They had a right back who I've never... He probably made more successful tackles than our whole team have all season in one game. Yeah. He nailed us every single time. We had our left winger, um, Como, who, who's played at a higher level and he's probably never had that physicality before. He got absolutely ruined every single time he got the ball. It doesn't matter if it was a foul or not. This guy just wanted to kill every single person. I was like, right, this is what we're missing here. You know, this yeah. is what we're missing, so... Yeah, it 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 it. it, it we we've every game that we've dropped points this season, it's been away from home. So they we we had a game against um, against Florence, and then after the game they beat us three two, and they were expecting to be kind of mid table. They were expecting us to roll them over. We went to the bar after the after the game. They put on food, every team puts on food, and we we go and then uh, every all of our players were complaining about the length of the pitch. I've never seen a football pitch with, with, with longer grass than that. Mm. And I said to the I said to the chairman, I was being nice to him. I was like, and I was super pissed off that we'd lost. Because the thing is, they lumped the ball as far as they could every single time they, they got it. We tried to play the ball along the ground and it was just getting caught up. We couldn't pass the ball. And I said, I, have you ever thought about giving your, 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 uh, your, your pitch a little bit of a mo? He said, I've watched every one of your games since last season. Mm. We, we're not going to mow the pitch for you. We're going to leave it. He said, we left it to grow for the whole of pre-season just because we knew that you'd want to play. You'd want to pass around the ground. I said, no. I said, it's, I said, it's fair enough. And it killed us. I didn't realise they left it that long. That you have at this level. Oh my God. I said, I remember watching that game as well. And I thought, fucking hell, what, what are we doing? And I, was, I saw all the messages and stuff after. And I knew they'd left it, but I didn't realise that long. That's was, a joke. Was, I'm not joking. Ben, it was genuinely like playing in a swamp. <laughs> like you could not. We, we do, if you look back, you can play like a just a simple pass to the fellow centre half, and straight away it just dies in the grass. And it must Christ. have been this long the grass. And he was like, "Yeah, yeah, we were never going to cut that grass for you coming, because Fuckers. we know that you play the pretty football, you play the tiki taka." And they just every single time just lumped it as high as they could so that the grass just didn't even impact the way that they play. And they beat us three two. And oh I was God. like, right. Um, I spoke to Gary after and was like, right, this is this is the league that we're in. This is this is what's going to happen. So yeah, be aware we, of it. Change our tactics yeah. when we need to. 
Fair but we you know we, we have to learn those dark arts you know there, there are different dark arts some people are a lot more physical with us and we just don't have those dark arts yet we're a little a little naive we're a little um we'll get there we will get there yeah, i think the, the boys are learning um because <clears throat> we had uh we had a little bit of feedback sorry just got a bit off topic here but had a bit of feedback from last week's full steam ahead podcast and a few of the lads weren't quite happy with what we were saying and I was like, look, guys, we've, we've been completely honest. It's a fan podcast at the end of this, not by, like, just because we're board members. We're doing it as a fan. You know, it's not officially, you know, affiliated with the club and things like that. And, you know, there's one or two that's like, well, it's not fair, you're digging us out. It's like, we haven't mentioned any names. But if you're feeling guilty about it, you're feeling guilty about it. Um, but I thought they did a lot better this time around than, than the week before. Um, there's a bit more heart and soul into it. It was a hard game, I think, at the same time, but... You know, I think a little bit of credit where credit's due on it. There was uh, there was a bit more more guts and fight in it than than a week before. Well, it's funny you should say that because I I was because we were at the well we were supposed to be at the women's game today. Yeah, you so can tell was, us about that drama with, in a minute, mate. <laughs> yeah, so, but I was with a couple of the men's players today, um, and they did raise the the podcast. Mm. Um, and I won't name names. They know who they are. They're, I've been with them today. But they did name names that they were like, hey, you know, there's this. They've got, they, 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 they don't like it when, if they don't perform well, and then they see that the kind of, you know, the, every single message that goes in the Discord. So our whole club is running in a Discord chat. So we've got 1,500 people in there. Um, and then when we have a game live, the people watching the game, whether, you know, whether it's 10 people or 100 people, they speak about the game live in the Discord chat. Mm. And what they don't realize is that after the game, as soon as the game's over, every single game we have the same routine. You you, you go back with the with the other team you just played and they put on food and you, you discuss the game, you have a drink, you have some food. And all of our players every single week look like show each other the chats that come from our board members and our fans. And it, what they don't, what they do, they, they ultimately don't like it. You know, they, they kind of, obviously they like it when they, you know, I, I, every single chat, if someone does well, so like, I'm not going to mention the certain player, but one player we'd lost against Florence and he put in screenshots of the, the chat into the, into the whole team chat. I really, of, of like, oh, it's someone saying, oh, he was really good, but we'd lost against a team that we shouldn't have lost against so the players didn't take it too kindly and then we kind of there's a little drama there but every single game i'm with them every single game and after the game they go through every single fan message and every single every single feed, a bit of feedback from the game they 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 read it out in front of each other so it it does affect some people but i mean i said to them today like they a couple of them said, you know, I feel, I feel like the fans are a little bit too harsh when we don't win games. So I said, maybe win games. <laughs> and then you don't, because the thing is, you can't, you can't rein in a fan. Like I said, it, I said, listen, it's not, you know, it, that's a fan podcast and they all love the podcast. Yeah. They listen, every single player listens to every single version, every single week of the podcast. They love the podcast. They just don't like the podcast when the podcast mentions that they weren't very good that week. Yeah, and I said this is a part of this is a part of football. It might might not be a part of football that you're used to because maybe you played in you know in 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 teams where they don't have podcasts and they don't have that fan pressure. But mm. this is different. You know, we have an ultimately online fan base, and and if you don't if you don't pull your weight and you have a poor week, you have to just take that on the chin and uh, bounce back. 
Yeah, and I th- you know it's, it's interesting that because obviously we don't have necessarily lots of local fans there at the moment for the club. You know, as you said, it is a mainly online base. You know, myself, I'm four, four and a half hours away, so I'm not going to be able to just pop up every weekend for a game and things like that. So it's kind of a little bit like the the keyboard warriors to a certain extent mm-hmm. that you have for your big clubs that you know, an Arsenal supporter that lives in you know like fucking somewhere like Mozambique, for example. They're not going to be popping over every weekend for a game, but they'll watch it live and things like that. And they will be slating the players when they make a like a sloppy pass or that he does, doesn't appear to be putting in effort. And I get it, it's a completely different level, but it's the same sort of principle there. Um, but the, the, these these fans have exactly the same right that kind of you and I have. They, you know, like this yeah. weekend just gone, we've we, we just drawn one all against a team that haven't won a game this season. And I was, I was, I was a, I was a complete piece of shit when people spoke to me because I was so sickened by how poor the effort was and how like how how just we don't we don't lose well and I won't go into it too much detail but no. we, we kind of like kind of the players you know I, I I spend a lot of time with players and they said to me Liam but like what 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 do you see I said you don't lose well like as soon as something doesn't go our way because we've signed players from two three four divisions higher they just don't know how to react to it. So they don't react to it. So mm. they, I said that all the hard yards that you should put in on a football pitch should be when you kind of go behind or when something doesn't go in your favour or maybe when the, the tide turns against you when you're not really expecting it. That's yeah. when the hard yards should come out. It's the opposite for us. We kind of we brush the, we, we kind of move the ball around. And I don't want to go too much into it because I know that a lot of your listeners won't really know too much about AFC crew. But we kind of move the ball around pretty comfortably because we, we almost seem to play every game as though we think we're going to win because of all of our players and the pedigree of them. But they don't have that ruthlessness and they don't have that kind of just just that, that real savageness about them and, and and then all of a sudden they're like oh, they've got a big six foot three striker and now all of a sudden they've realised if they just lump the ball to us they can win the game and then yeah. they don't know how to react and then they, when we go behind a little bit they don't they don't really do anything. They no, don't, there's no plan B, is there? There's no, there, yeah, there's no, there is no plan B. We, we, we need to make a, a, a little, a few changes on recruitment, and then we just need. I mean, Gary, bless Gary, he's just phenomenal. Like he's so, you know, I don't want to really big him up too much because I know how lucky we are to have a manager of, of that quality, and I know that yeah, this is a temporary experience that we're going to have with, with with someone of his quality. I genuinely believe, and I'll make the prediction on this podcast that I think that he'll probably be a football league manager probably in the next 15, 20 years, 100%. Hmm. So I want yeah. to enjoy it now, and I want to learn as much as we can from him. I want the players to learn as much as we can from him. But, you know, a lot. Some sometimes you can you can do as much as you can, but you have to you have to rely on the players. And uh, yeah, yeah it, right now, probably not working too well, but... No, it'll get there. It'll get there. Don't get me wrong, I could sit here and speak about crew all day long. Um, obviously, it's, it's a passion of mine and part of it, etc. But I want to talk about Mystery Away Days. Because... So happy to talk about that, but... We have, we have looked at <laughs> shit like this, I think about a year ago, Will, when it's something like that. We thought, we've got to do an away yeah, day. Because yeah, I hold my hands up, I've yeah. never gone to an away game in my life. Always wanted to, never done it. To go abroad and watch it will be even better. So before we get stuck into what it is, I mean, it's, it's pretty self-explanatory, but how did that come about? So I was... 
so I have, I, I, like I mentioned earlier, I won't go into too much detail, but I, I have like kind of social media followings on various accounts. Um, and we have a social media agency in Manchester, so we, we run a lot of accounts for other people and, and blah, blah, blah. We have like 15 staff there. And then basically we, we had this client in the US like five years ago. And, and it was it was two men, two guys that owned it, and they said to us, "If if we can give you one, so I've got a, a business partner who's also my best mate, uh, and he said, if I can give you one advice, is that you need to spend more time together. So once a year you should go away, and you should talk about like kind of where you want to take stuff. Hmm. So five that was five years ago. So once a year, myself and Patrick, who's my business partner, we go away and we just spend time together because." you work together every single day and, and you know maybe you two are the same I, I don't know but like you if you do one thing together so much you kind of figure out how much you like a person so we we go to get we go away together and we we kind of do that and then i'm like i'm completely mental if i'm being honest i'm i'm like i i i, I have <laughs> i have a million ideas every single day and 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 basically the reason that myself and patrick get on so well is that he just tells me no for all the ideas and i'm like I, all right, I need fifty thousand pounds because I've just created the best idea ever, and it, it's going to make twenty-five million pounds in a year. And he goes, right, no, okay, right, let's get back to work. And he, he kind of he he, he reins me in like that. But we went to a we went to Tenerife. We went to Tenerife and we, on our once a year kind of break together. And we can't go together. We can't go away together for more than like three days, or we we end up fighting. So we went, we went to Tenerife for three days and, and I said to him, I, we, were, we were sat in a restaurant and I said, I've got the best idea I've ever had. And he said, oh God. And he hated it. He, hate, that he, hated, <laughs> he just hated me telling him that I had the best idea because he, he'd only heard it two weeks before that I had the best idea. <laughs> I said, I've got this idea for, uh, basically, you remember those mystery shirts? And he's like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, every single time I go on holiday. So I didn't get a passport till I was 28. So like, because I'm from Liverpool, we didn't have any money. Um, right. But I didn't get passports until 28. So I, I started really compensating with kind of traveling and, and going to places as, as much as I could. But every single place I went, I tried to watch a football game while I was there. And I just came across some of the best football clubs, like just small clubs, bigger clubs. They were, it was just so much fun, you know, whether you're in Greece or whether you're in Spain or whether you're in Italy, whether mm. you're in France, whether you're like in America you find like a kind of small club there you just have the best time watching football there and i was like there's no there's there's nothing here like there's nothing there for to cater for you know for any english football fan who might want to go see malaga or might want to go like go see napoli or, or whatever yeah. uh, and i said well my, why don't we create this like mystery thing I did, i've never i mean i just said I, I didn't even get a passport till i was 28 so i, I had no idea about travel i had no idea about the legalities of it uh, and he said, I think that's the first idea you've ever had that I like. <laughs> I said, all right, great. I said, all right, great. So we, uh, we, lo we launched and it, it had an like, we, obviously we invested a little bit of money in each and we didn't even need the money because as soon as we kind of promoted it on, on like footy manager memes and, and a lot of my uh, other accounts, it went so viral that like a, a lot of mainstream media got in touch with us and they were like, we ended up on like talk sport and stuff and it, it, people just were just like this is great and then we just didn't even need the uh marketing budget that we thought we did and it just really took off wow that's that's mental that's absolutely mental and like your whole dynamic 
I, I caught Will smirking at the camera because I feel that there's quite a few similarities. We're just at like a lower level um, than what you and Patrick are by the sounds of things. Like we come up with these ideas and go, yeah, we ain't got the money now. So um, yeah, we'll scrap that. What can we do that's free? <laughs> and then we end up just getting battered in Weatherspoons down the road and don't remember it. Um, but I mean, this, that's how this podcast came about, to be fair, was we got drunk one day talking about football like every lad does. You know, every football fan, if you're a lad, you always end up talking about football. Your football club's better than this football club, blah, 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 blah. And yeah, we thought, mate, we should do a podcast. How we well good. Everyone would want to listen to us. And I mean, don't get me wrong, everyone does. So it's great. It, it works out well. Um, but yeah, that that's mad. Um, so what, are there any like cool places that's not necessarily with, uh, with Mr. Away Days, but generally speaking, what's like the coolest place you've gone to? So before, before we kind of, we, so we soft launched it, we soft launched it in February and then we hard launched it kind of later on in, later on in the year. But I didn't want to, I didn't want to create anything that would have been shit. So like everyone was like, oh, like every comment that we had, like when we promoted it was like, oh, I'm going to get Cambridge United. Like, oh yeah, I, I'm going to end up, I'm going to end up in Glasgow or like, and it's like, right. We don't send to anyone in the UK. We don't send to anyone in, in Ireland. We don't. We like we send okay. all the abroad, um, and it, we, we 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 kind of just had to really test proof it. So we we hired three guys, and actually one of them was the captain of AFC Crew, which is um, <laughs> which is uh, Christian Holt, who's yeah, yeah captain of our football club. We hired him. We hired four more people to work wow. there. And we, we, we essentially test, we kind of tested it ourselves. So we, we did like five or six of the trips. We're like, listen, how good can this possibly be? Uh, so we, we got them to essentially, like I, I paid money and I went on a mystery away day on way before we launched it. And uh, the first, like, and, and it, they, our, our staff didn't know that they were sending me. They thought that we just had an order. So the first, the first one we got. Oh, was, brilliant. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, because the thing is, it's all well and good launching this, but what you need is people to do it twice a year or three times a year or, or once every year at least. Like, there's no point in going, hey, we send you to really cool places and then send them to a Lithuanian fifth division and then never coming back again and leaving a one star review. That's yeah, not how we're gonna, That's not how we're going to launch a business for the next 10 years. So, the first one we got. And I've been in quite a few, by the way, so I'm going to struggle to remember. The first one we got was uh, AC Milan against um, Sassuolo, and it was last it was last season, and it was in the San Siro, oh, and it was what? unbelievable. <laughs> so we we went there, and it was just in, it was incredible. It was one of the best nights of my whole life. It was absolutely incredible. I think it was one all that they finished, but it was just such a good game, and we we stayed in, in Milan. It's unbelievable. But then the the second time we went. We got um, a Norwegian, a Norwegian second or third division side in Bergen, so we flew. Okay. We had to, we flew to Bergen, um, and we ended up kind of going to see this club in the mountains that was like tiny. There must have been like two, three hundred people there, but it was like it was so beautiful, like in the mountains. Mm. And then they, the club when we were there, we were kind of sat there and we were having coffee. And then the club came over and they were like, "Hey, are you from England?" We're like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." And they were like, "Oh, great!" And then they they they, they welcomed us in. They made it. They, they 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 took us to meet the players. They took us to meet the manager. And then they gave us a lift back into Bergen. And they were like, "Thank you so much for coming to watch our club." And I'm oh not just saying God. it. 
that was more fun than watching AC Milan San Siro. And as good as that was, it was just a completely different dynamic, and it was just mm. so good. Third That's one was nuts. third one was PSV. Fourth Ooh. one, Malaga. Fifth one was Ibiza. I didn't go to the Ibiza one, but um, my business partner Patrick went <laughs> to uh, Ibiza with his partner, and he was like, "Yeah, oh yeah, this God. is just insane. Why, why, why I'm just watching Ibiza?" And apparently, the the attendance was like terrible, <laughs> but he was in Ibiza. But he had three days. He was had three days. He had three days in Ibiza, and he was like, "I would just not be mad at this whatsoever." So, wow. Okay, I think that's incredible. that's sealed. It. We've got to do this next year, Will. Yeah, we've got to do this for the end of the season. Yeah, yeah we'll, make sure you 100%. let me know. And I'll, give you, I'll make sure you get a, a hefty discount code. Excellent. That's what I like to hear. That's what I like to hear. No, hundred percent. I've I've always wanted to do it. We have said this genuinely for about a year or so now as well. Like we'd love to do it. We'd love to do like an away day. I know initially we kind of said like a prem game doing an away day, but obviously to get tickets for it, it's just an absolute nightmare. You know, so difficult these well, days it, for tickets. The, the thing is as well, it's like it's not. Obviously, we're in a cost of we're in cost of living crisis, and I I completely understand how shit everyone is going like the shit that everyone's going through. But we when we were at the San Siro when we first went there, we. We went to like an Irish. We went to an Irish bar when we. I I just go Irish bar. I, my family are Irish, so I just go Irish bars wherever I go. Mm. Went to an Irish bar for breakfast, and there was the, there was loads of English lads from Leeds there, and they all had a they all had AC Milan tops on, and I was like, hey, you're right, and they were like, uh, then we, we just got to talk to each other, and they they said, where are you from, and we we're like, oh, we're from Mystery Away Days. We're like kind of just like preparing it. We're like, oh my god, I've seen that on the internet. Oh yeah, it's great. Oh, but they, I think they they paid like. 110, 120 pound to fly over to Milan from, I can't remember where they were flying from, but they, they, they paid like 120, 130 pound uh, to fly over and get game tickets and then fly back and they were going like within like 24, 48 hours. So they were kind of, they, they'd already naturally kind of done our, our, our format. Yeah. And they were like, they were like, we do this all the time. Like they were like, like we, we, we've been to Naples to watch Napoli. We've like, we've, we've been to Spain. We've watched Atletico Madrid and it's like, yeah, That's it's it, and it can be it can be not that much more expensive than just watching a, a Premier League team. God, it it just feels like a different world going to these games. Like, it's something we've got to do. Yeah, as a podcast, I think we've got to do it. Will. Yeah. Get Let's the FDP, FDP match on. Get the hat on. FDP at the front. Miss your way days at the back. Do a bit of promo for Liam. Sorted. Happy day. Sounds like, sounds like it could be a podcast, gentlemen. So maybe we'll take this offline and maybe uh, maybe make it happen. 100%, mate. 100%. Look, before I let you go, we have to talk about the Premier League stuff. That's kind of obviously what we generally do on this podcast as well. Um, obviously, being a Liverpool fan as well, you've got a bit of interest. What do you think about the whole Mo Salah stuff being linked with Saudi? I mean, I think with Mo Salah, I'm going to enjoy my last year. We've had Mo Salah in the Premier League. I think he's, yeah, he'll. He, I mean, he's kind of probably along with like Kevin De Bruyne, maybe one or two more currently in the Premier League. One of the current Premier League players that will go down as an all-time great. I don't think he'll be here in in a year's time. Um, I'm just kind of super grateful to to have him for one more year. I think the the Saudi mm. superpowers are uh, they they. I mean, money talks, and they. It's too tempting. I, I do think that having that kind of Muslim superstar will be the 
the jewel in the in the crown and, and yeah. I don't think there's much we can do about it. I I, I kind of I, don't, I, I I kind of respect Liverpool for rejecting a bid that high for a thirty one year old. Um but I also think that he's 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 of the school of kind of Ronaldo of like, Jesus Christ, do you do anything bad to your body? There's a, he's he's a he's a complete Adonis. So like I think he'll play till he's thirty eight or thirty nine. So I I can see why I can see why he, he he I can see why they rejected it. Yeah. But um I think probably next year. And he's thirty two years old. I think he's probably still worth one hundred and fifty million to two hundred million. And I don't think that the Saudi superpowers are going to go anywhere. Um, but I think it just gives probably Liverpool probably for the rest of the season it probably just gives them a little bit of time to prepare the replacement of Salah, which. I think it would have been a different equation if, if if we if we had preparation to 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 replace Salah. It probably would have probably would have considered that offer, but I think it, given us a full season now, they're not going to go away. They'll be back. Yeah, 100%. they'll be back. They'll be back next summer, and uh, I think yeah, probably be his last season. But phenomenal footballer, and, and we're, we're so lucky to have happened in the Premier League. And yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be a sad. It'll be a sad day when he when he does leave the Premier League, especially when. I do, I, 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 I do think that the way that he looks after himself, the way that he has he performs at a level a level of consistency that I, I just don't. I don't remember many Premier League players doing it just so consistently every single season, not having a bad season, even in bad teams. Like he did, mm. he he's made bad teams good teams, and I think he could do that probably for another four or five years at Liverpool if he if he wanted to, but. I do think that the, the the money will make too much sense at the end of the season to uh, to keep him. Yeah, it's it's almost a shame, isn't it? Because I think you can say that about a few players that have gone over to Saudi. Um, and yeah, it's it's almost a shame to see their career like do that because it does seem like it's a step down. But you know, the the money talks, and and the league will probably grow with that and become quite a bit of a, a superpower. Would you would you think then for Liverpool for the rest of the season? How do you think you how you looking? Where do you think you end up? I think I do I, I do think that I think we'll be back comfortably second again. I think City are just City, and it, it it's I mean it's kind of the most Liverpool thing in the world that the time that we got really good at football and we got the manager that was like oh my god we're finally good at football we're fulfilling being a big club in in, in Europe and we got Jurgen Klopp it's like all oh, right okay Man City you've got Pep Guardiola now and it kind of doesn't really matter so just get used to finishing second every season so I think we will we will fulfill our role as being, being the best team in England apart from Man City this season but I think uh, Dominic Sobersly has been just Staggeringly good at football, McAllister. I think everyone there there wasn't a person in England who thought that McAllister would be a bad signing. He's been amazing. I think this could be the season of Darwin Nunes as well. But we need a whole different podcast for me to talk about Darwin Nunes. (laughs) (laughs) He's he definitely splits opinions, doesn't he, on Darwin? He splits opinions. He's the greatest footballer in the history of mankind, and I will not hear anything else. But oh, okay, (laughs) okay. We'll do a special in a few weeks' Fair time. <laughs> yeah. yeah, bold words. That was bold words. Um, would you, would you, what about the bottom three then? We, we always ask these sort of questions. Who do you, th- who do you tip to go down? I, you know, I think, I think, 
I think as 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 obvious as kind of as the top of the league has been over the last like kind of five or six years with Liverpool and Man City kind of dominating the top two, and it's kind of always been like, oh, Man City will win it. Apart from the season that Liverpool do, we've always had the luxury of really good uh, kind of relegation battles. Mm. Don't really see it happening this year, and I, I'd love to. I'd love to say that I'm I, I'm wrong, but I, I, Luton are gone. Sheffield United are probably gone, and I and. Not just as being a Liverpool fan, but I think that Everton have kind of treaded that line for three, four years this time, and it's like I like Sean Dyche, and also I have like when you're from Liverpool, you'd never really hate Everton or Liverpool if you're kind of from the other one. Yeah. Um, you just kind of dislike them, <laughs> but okay. I, 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 I think Everton will probably. It, it, I think that one last position will 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 be up for grabs but I think probably Everton will, will, will struggle Okay and just a quick one before me- Will gets in because I have to ask this and I know he's going to laugh in terms of Sean Dyche do you think he's a Premier League level manager? Uh, yeah Cool that's all we need to yeah. know Will there you go look Liam said yes Will do you not? <laughs> I, no, this is no, the second I bus I've thrown him under today on this episode. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I don't. I, I, I just don't think he's at that level. I think the football he plays is is perfect for the championship, and it and it frustrates me that I don't know. It's one of those things, maybe that if if you were to have him at any other club. I think he'll 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 kind of linger around that sort of area that he did with Burnley now with Everton, and I, and I'm not sure what he brings to a, to a football club other than a bit of stability. You know, he, he reminds me of a bit of a Sam Allardyce to be honest with you. That that kind of level, and I was a bit like, oh, I'm not sure. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm still I'm still not sure, and I think Everton has kind of proven proven me right a little bit although Everton are poorly run um, that their, their, their chairman I think I think they've just been bought out actually haven't they they've I just think, been bought out they're going through, yeah so wait, wait, so that, that just, will be in- sorry to reverse the podcast but can I ask who your two bottom three are and also also if I could be so rude can I ask your top three as well yeah, so I agree with you. I, I, I think it will. I, th- I, I think I said on a, a couple of weeks ago on here that I think Sheffield United could probably do worse than Derby County did a few years back and get the lowest number of points. Wow. Um, but we'll see because they did play quite well at the weekend. To be fair yeah. to them, um, and I think. I think it will be City, Arsenal, and Liverpool in that order. Okay. Uh, yeah, but my... you, you only mentioned Sheffield United, by the way, and in in your bottom three. Sorry, I, I agree with you. Everton, Luton. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, I think my bottom three is exactly the same. Um, I think Everton. I really wanted Everton to go down last season. Uh, for some reason, I just I have a bit of a hatred for them. I don't know why. Like it's it's completely unjustified. I just don't like them. I think they just think they're a bigger club than what they are. And, you know, as, as you guys mentioned, they've run badly. They've been treading that line for years. They deserve to go down. So I think, that yeah, Sheffield United, Luton and, and them. I don't think Sheffield United will be as poor as Derby. 
I think they will, you know, after this, like today, was it today or yesterday with Spurs? You know, they, they were 1-0 up and Spurs somehow got two goals back in, in like the proper dying minutes of the game. I think they will get some of those results. So you have, you have, you both have Sheffield United below Luton. Uh, 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 yeah, below Luton. Yeah. Yeah, I think they'll come dead last. I think Luton, think Luton kind of worth have that, Yeah, yeah, yeah. They kind of have that almost probably similar to Blackpool years ago when yeah. it's kind yes. of like, hey, we shouldn't be here, but we're going to perform probably well above our, our level. Absolutely. Let's just love it. We're here for a, for a good time, not a long time. Let's yeah, just... Yeah. Let's smash into people. Let's have a bit of a laugh. Let's get get the actual place like absolutely rocking and rolling. Um, I think Kenilworth Road will probably get him 15, 20 points. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I probably can't disagree with you there. Who, who's your top four, Ben? Uh, I, I do, as much as it pains me to say, I think City are going to still win it again. Um, the way we started, I don't think Arsenal are going to be second. I think Liverpool will do it. You guys look a lot better. Than you did last season, so I think City, Liverpool, Arsenal, and then I think Newcastle will still get that fourth spot. Oh really? Mm. Yeah, I know. I don't know about Newcastle. I I, I, I kind of get the vibe from Newcastle that they'll make. Probably when times get tough, they'll probably make a, a slightly more knee-jerk reaction with Eddie Howe, just because. I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't I, I don't know if a superpower like that can be that sure on Eddie Howe when everyone else is like, hey, he's not Jurgen Klopp, he's not. I agree with you, but I don't know if you've watched the Newcastle documentary at all. They really back him. And it it comes across more genuine than what I expected it to be. And I think he's overachieved and they've probably just sat there and gone, well, we've got nothing against him. He's keeping us within our budget. We're all realistic about it. He's got people like Joe Willock like playing for his life. He's playing well out of his depth constantly. Dan Byrne, at one stage, looked like one of the best left-backs in the bloody league last season. And he's not even a proper left-back, realistically. So, And I think that that's Eddie's How- Eddie Howe's kind of secret weapon, I guess, to a certain extent. of He can get players playing better. The, the cynic in me, though, Ben, is, is like... I think that that really really over the top backing of Eddie Howe was just a way of like kind of really getting in with the Newcastle fans and like hey we're we're really really relatable we're really really kind of into this and we're going to back him so much and I just I'd be you know what I might be wrong in a year's time but I I think when the times get tough and if they're like kind of eight eight for ninth in the league and they've spent a little bit of money I'd, I'd be keen to see how they react to Eddie Howe and whether they're still like sat with him, you know, they're still yeah. walking around arm in arm and be like, oh my god, this guy's our king and this is, this is our saviour of Newcastle Football Club. I don't know, I, just, I, I think they'll Yeah, I, I, I think they'll I see potentially caught him before the end of the season. Yeah, I, I, I find it hard to disagree because I, I can, yeah, I, I can see that, but I think I'm a bit more of an optimist and I think I've got a bit of a man crush for Eddie Howe. But I really like him as a manager, and He's at one stage, I, I thought he could do he could do a job with us when we were kind of finger was at the end. We knew we had to have a bit of a rebuild and things. It's like get a young manager in, why not? And like he he was you know rumored for a, a, a brief stint of of course you know taking over the mantle at Arsenal and stuff, and obviously went with uh, Unai Emery, which we all know how that went. But 
yeah, I think I think he could do a job, and I think it's more of a from my side of things. I just want an English manager to do well at a big club with big backing. You know, it's just it's nice to see it. And there's there's there's, there's a stigma against English managers as well. Let's be honest, it, it, it's it's exactly. much tougher to succeed at a, at a very high level if you're English, and it, I think that's yeah. just going to yeah. be the case for a very long time. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. As much as we we shouldn't really think that way, it's it, it, I think it's driven into our culture so much. You know, it starts from the press upwards. You know, we'll slate everyone, build them up to a point, and oh, then yeah. slate them until they fall off that pedestal. I think if he was French, we probably wouldn't even be talking about him in in in, in that sense because he's done so well last season that he, he probably buys yeah. three seasons if he's if he but if he's French, <laughs> yeah, or probably if he's German, like it, yeah, yeah. If he's got a bit of a a big smile and, and wears those weird glasses that Klopp did for a while, everyone's <laughs> like, oh my god, it's amazing. He's got a cool beard. It does. It does buy him. It, it buys him a season or two. You know, if he played good football, yeah, he, he plays attacking football, so he kind of fits that mold. Absolutely, the, the, yeah. The English English fans are uh, can be quite toxic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just uh, just a tad. Um, is there any other questions, Will? While we've got Liam on here, I know we could probably no. Just loads, wanted but... yeah. There's probably loads, but that's probably for another episode. But no, thank you very much for coming on. It's much appreciated and nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too, Will. And uh, Cheers, Ben, am I going to see you on the 30th? You are indeed. You are indeed. We have got the big media day. Um, hopefully the trains don't screw up the entire day altogether with train strikes. But yeah, 30th of September. If any of the listeners are in and around the crew area, come and see AFC Crew play. Uh, we're very, very excited for it. It's my first home game. Uh, well, it's my first game, I should say, uh, that I actually get to see live. Um, I will have the microphone, so I will be trying to pick people up for interviews as well so if you want to feature on the podcast make sure you're there that'll be a good laugh and a good fun lovely can't wait uh, but no Liam genuinely thank you so much for coming on mate um, it's been a pleasure and listeners I hope you've uh, hope you've enjoyed it and uh, yeah we will hopefully hear from Liam again soon at some point later on in the series thank you gentlemen thank enjoy you. the rest of the weekend Hi, everybody. Thanks for listening to today's episode. Please give us five star on your podcast provider, whatever one that may be, and help us hashtag drop the pod. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Only football can make you feel like this. 